Hello, I'm Derek Wheatley and welcome to episode 188 of the Weekly Weekly Podcast. Uh, thank you very much for joining us, wherever you are doing so. Um, a massive thank you to uh, Kellyanne Brennan who came on last week to talk about um, being a DJ for um, RT Pulse for her work on the Tri Channel and loads of other stuff that kind of we kind of stumbled into along the way. Um, probably the, the best podcast really is when you kind of stumble into the you know, different stuff that you weren't expecting to do. Um, you can support us on, on Buy Me A Coffee if you like. It's in the description, blah, blah, blah. Um, but our guest this week, and I have to read this correctly because I wrote it down in tiny writing. Um, <laughs> our guest this week is a lifestyle and fashion content creator and a positive advocate for mental health, Rachel Ferrick. How are you doing, Rachel? Hello, how are you, Derek? Thank you for having me. Oh, you're more than welcome. I'm very well, thanks. <laughs> yeah, um, we're, we're here on a Saturday. I, uh, a really weird thing happened here, uh, like, I don't know, about, 10 minutes ago you know it's summer supposedly we got the the windows nice and wide open went downstairs i heard this kind of sound thinking i don't know what that is it was the rain and it was coming like this as as heavy as possible so my bed got ruined my couch got ruined like in the split second everything just just yeah you can't so now i have to keep my windows closed because i'm recording this i can't just disappear like in the middle of a podcast yeah anyway small (laughs) small You can't predict the weather. Small, small problems. But listen, Rachel, we always start in the same place. Could you give us a, a short history of your upbringing, please? Oh, um, well, I am from a little village in Wexford called Blackwater, and I live here still. <laughs> um, I, my husband and I bought a house close to my family, so they live down the road. And um, I have one brother, my mum and dad, and... Went to primary school here, went to secondary school in Wexford Town. Um, had a really good upbringing. I have, like, it was all very positive. <laughs> can't say, can't ask for more than that. Um, did you, tr- at any point, did you move out of, of there? Like, did you go to college out there or anything? Was there any, like, distance? Yeah, between? like, well, so <laughs> I did a stint, my first stint in college. Like, this is just with the leaving cert results after coming out and everything. Yeah. This is just that. It does actually really matter at the moment. So, like, I did my first stint in college straight out of secondary school. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't the right fit. And I left that course after a year and a bit and just wasn't happy. And I decided to work in a couple of different places in Wexford and different mm-hmm. clothes shops and stuff, obviously, because I like fashion and stuff like that. And then I actually went back to study. Um, but during that time, I became an SNA and I still am an SNA now. But I've actually went back to college to do early childhood education here and I got my level eight degree later in life, if that makes sense. I went yeah. back as an older student. And like, that's just proof that, like, I think it's hard for people who are doing their even start to be like, oh, I know what I want to do straight away. Because <laughs> I thought I knew, but I didn't really know. I wasn't yeah. really sure. And it was only when I kind of took a step back, I was like, okay, I do know what I want to do now, that kind of way. So, like, I love my job. I work with kids with special needs. I work two jobs in that area, and I wouldn't change it for the world. It's very rewarding. Extremely, it's really hard sometimes, but it's very rewarding, is that? Like you're right about that. Like, you know, uh, 16, 17-year-olds trying to think what they want to do for the rest of their lives is, is an almost impossible task. And, yeah. you know, I, I've spoken to a few people on here in similar position to yourself where, you know, when they get to maybe mid-20s or maybe even later now, whatever uh, age it is, they know then what they want to do. You know, they they know what they enjoy doing. And then it is a lot easier because then once you go to college at that point, the enthusiasm's there. It's it's difficult, like you said, at the start. And look, 
how many people did the same thing, you know, went to college and, and were realized and when they got there, like, this is a bad subject for me. Like, don't get me wrong. I had great crack. Yeah. <laughs> I went to college in Waterford and that's actually where I met one of my best friends. Like, right. and if I had, like she ended up being my bridesmaid, she's one of my best friends. And oh, I wouldn't okay. have met her if I hadn't gone down. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think it happens for a reason. But like, I firmly believe that I think, I think it's too much pressure on people doing their leaving cert. I think there's too much pressure on numbers and points and what, what you want and what you, what you need and stuff like that. And I think when you are that young, it's really hard to know if you've made the right decision in your mind, like, oh, I, I might want to be a doctor or I want to be a teacher. But then, like, you might step back and be like, mm, I don't really know if I want to do that or because I've had this idea in my head that that's what I should do. Yeah. Like, when I was in school, I thought I was going to do journalism. <laughs> like, that, that that was something I was interested in because, like, I was, I was good at the time. I thought English and history were my subjects, so I was yeah. good at them. But, like, that was just kind of, you know, that's not what I ended up doing. I ended up doing something totally different. And then with the content creation, that totally came like left wing. It's just like, it's just something I'm passionate about. Like, it's just something for me. It's something for me, like outside of my own main job. That makes of course. Sense. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. No, absolutely. Um, it's, it's so strange. You know, talking about the leading cert results coming out and there's a few, uh, young people in the gym where I am, uh, who got their leading cert results. And I was looking at the other, the other day, kind of thinking, was I ever that age? Like, it seems, it seems so long ago. <laughs> I know but like secondary school for me when I was in secondary school I was like oh it's awful but looking back on it now I'd love to go back and just yeah. like fourth year transition year we just had so much fun yeah. like I made I like I met my best friends in school I met my best friends three of my best friends in school and um, when we were 12 and 13 and they're still my best friends now like and we yeah. always talk and reminisce about like I remember that time you fell in the hall or you did this like we were always sitting and laughing like so it sounds so cheesy, but like your school years are your best years. <laughs> yeah, they're great. They like, yeah, I mean, hard. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they are. They're they're great, and like I have the same things, especially transition year, which was a complete write off in terms of actual work. But like, it was good. It was enjoyable. Like, it was great crack. So, I I, I get what you mean. Um, so with that, then, um, when did you first become aware of mental health? Oh, okay, so. Put it this way, I'm the best way to worry it. I've always been a warrior. Mm-hmm. I'm just a warrior. And I suppose it was only when I hit about 21, 22, just a couple of different things happened and that kind of stemmed to me realising that I suffer with anxiety. I don't like saying that I suffer with it. I've gotten to a stage now where I manage yeah. the issue very well. And I don't like saying my anxiety because you're kind of giving it power, like if that makes sense. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. And like... I I do, I would have anxiety about certain things. Mainly I'd have anxiety around productivity mm-hmm. and like time. Time would be a big trigger for me. I don't know why. And like, that's why I love getting up really early in the morning. Now on my school holidays now at the moment, my routine is kind of a little bit of a blip. I'm still in my same routine, but I'm getting up a bit later. Yeah. Like this week, I've started up earlier again because when I go back to school next week, I want to get up at six. I mm-hmm. want to get up. I put it this way. I like getting up in the morning and doing something for me before you get into your routine. You go to work and then you come home and you're like, I like kind of having, it sets up my mind for the day. Like get up, bring the dogs to the beach. Like, cause I live really close to the most beautiful beach or try and get into the gym. And like for a long time in my head, I was like, Oh, I want to go to the gym because I want to look the right way. Yeah. But it was only when I started weight training, I used to be mad into cardio. And I'd be like, Oh, that was the best thing ever. But it was only when I started weight training was when I realized it really helps your head. 
Like yeah. it just, you go in, like you, you go to the gym as well. Yeah. You're big into your fitness too. You go in and you just kind of, and sometimes I go with my friend and when we go together, we have this understanding, like we won't chat. So if we start chatting, we're not going to get anything done. Yeah. <laughs> so like we kind of motivate each other. Like we haven't been together lately, but just when we get back into our routine, like if I wake up in the morning and I see Snapchat from my friend, I know she's up. I'm like, okay, she's going. I'm like, where we're going. So that kind of way. Yeah. So I just feel like sometimes you don't want to go. The minute you get there, it all changes. I'm here yeah. now, I might as well do something. And then that thing of been going, oh, I'll do a few minutes on the treadmill turns into the greatest like 45 minute weight training workout. And if you didn't go, it wouldn't happen. Yeah. So I suppose I have found tools that help me with anxiety. But like, it wasn't always easy. I went to, I went on medication first and I went to, therapy and I think therapy is great and I still mm-hmm. go stuff like that but I think when you find something that suits yourself it's better to do it that way and yeah. like only recently it's only maybe in the past two two and a half years I kind of discovered journaling I've always written stuff down but like I have I'm I'm an affiliate for the head plan and not because like obviously it's great for and everything but they give you great tools like you can actually get great tools like journal prompt cards like say if you want it, say I always try and write something down. It could be just in bad form. You know, you just don't know what to write. So I'll take out one of the prompt cards. And then it kind of makes you think of something positive. Mm-hmm. And then you're writing away, if that makes sense. And some days I might just write something like, oh, the weather is nice or I'm grateful yeah. for my dog or something stupid. But it, you just, I just feel like when I write something down, it releases all the stuff in my brain. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's like, okay, I've put it there and I was out. Mm-hmm. And now I can move on to the next part of my day, if that makes sense. Like it just kind of helps my head to just decompress everything out. Like, yeah. that's, another, that's another tool I found that really helps me. But like stuff that works for me and for you and for other people might not work for somebody else. So you kind of have to find the thing that makes you feel better. But like I notice myself like saying, say I set my alarm and I don't get up. I don't go for my walk and I don't go to the gym and I go to school. I'm not going to say I'm in bad form. But I'm too hard on myself as well. I'm like, yeah. oh, my day, my day's gone. My day's ruined because I'm I'm not the type of person that can like exercise in the evening. I just can't. If I don't go in the morning, <laughs> I don't go at all. Like even when I go to the gym in the middle of the day, I'm like, no, this isn't right. I just I can't yeah. explain. It's just I'm a creature of habit. <laughs> yeah, like I'm the exact same as that. You know, I I get up early and I, like I people ask me why I get up so early and it's it's similar reasons as yourself. Like I do something for myself and then you know work comes after that, but. You know, I'd be the same, like training in the morning and stuff. I think the the, the the what I've learned from chatting to people about journaling is 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 I think people stumble when they think they have to write something meaningful. You know, yeah. it and and what you said there about just writing, like it's you know about the weather, whatever it might be, just something small. People, it's the same as if people are drawing. They think they have to do be Leonardo da Vinci <laughs> instead of just sketching something that you know might look just like rough or rudimentary or whatever. It's the idea of just being in the habit. And like you say, it depends. It might work for everyone, like meditation, for instance. That might work for some. It might work for others. I can't meditate. <laughs> I can't either. I can't. I can't, because that... I can't. I can't. This sounds so silly, but I can't relax. Like, it's yeah. not that I can't relax, but I feel, and you know, I'll be really honest. I'm going to be really, really honest. I feel my phone mm. and I feel, obviously, love social media not saying I don't, but I feel my phone and like TikTok and apps and Pinterest. I feel those things have taken my attention span away from the more like organic things in life, like being able to meditate or being able to read a book. 
my my friends laugh at me because I'm like I can't read I don't mean I can't read but I yeah. can't like I buy a book and I have I re- read a book recently I can't think of the name of it now but I did actually finish it but sometimes when I start to, I, I say to myself my phone's going airplane mode you know I'm going to read this book <laughs> and I might want to read a chapter and I'm delighted at myself but total honesty the book goes down I pick up the phone again yeah it's and look- like I it's know just one of those things. But I think people should. I it's re. Really, I I I want to say that like I notice it. Yeah. And like in social situations as well, I have to be honest with Instagram and with what I do or anything like that. I I, I have to kind of say to myself, leave the phone there. You're yeah. in company. Don't pick up your phone. Leave your phone. You can pick it up in a while. And I kind of have to start being strict with myself that way. And then like some days during the week, I'm kind of say to myself, I'm not going to post anything today. I'm not going to post anything for the sake of posting anything because I just don't feel like I want to do that today. And I think that's okay as well. Like yeah. to just put the phone away. And like sometimes when I have a lot to do during the day, I put the phone on like do not disturb. And I do my bit of housework and I put music on the background. You know, that kind of, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it's just better sometimes to have a limit if you can. And I'm, on, I'm only kind of come to terms with that now and I'm actually getting good at it now. <laughs> well, like you're probably one of the few that is, but it's, it's you know, I know it's a huge part of, of, life now like you know daily life and and it is good to restrict your you know your time and if you can be doing more it's, i don't like saying more useful things because you know there's a lot of you can get a lot of useful stuff done on the phone as well but you know other things like you said organic things why did you want to when you were doing your stuff uh on your page on instagram why did you want to start adding in like um you know pieces about mental health so basically Obviously, like everybody loves fashion and mm-hmm. like colorful things and stuff that catches your eye. Everybody likes that. It's, it's like, it's, 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 I've seen this word a lot lately dopamine, like dopamine dressing and like dopamine decorating her house and like all these. But like, to be honest, I didn't, I wanted to put myself out there, but I wanted to put me as a person out there. I didn't yeah. want to just be like, look at what I'm wearing. Like, yeah. cause, and you know what's really funny, right? I love fashion and I love clothes. But like on a regular basis, when I go to work, I don't dress up like that because I can't, because my job, like, and you have to be able to move around and move quick and be comfortable and stuff like that. Like, so <laughs> 99% of the time, I don't, like, that's not, yeah. it's nice to put it up, but like, I don't look, I don't look like that all the time. But with the, I put quotes and stuff in on my pictures. It's more to be like, there's more to me, if that makes sense. And I love quotes. I absolutely love them. Like, and I love, you know, I was talking about Pinterest. I love scrolling Pinterest and looking at quotes. And like, you know, the way like, I'm terrible for it, I'll be honest. You'll send someone to TikTok, I'm going to TikTok. Sometimes I like having a quote that if like I have a friend or they're not having a good day or I'm not having a good day, I'll go back into my quotes and I'll have a read on. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like, and it's, even when I'm putting captions on my pictures or stuff or in my reels or whatever, I feel like sometimes it's sometimes I put in something silly or make a joke or whatever. But I think sometimes if you put a quote in, even if you put a quote in between two fashion pictures, somebody could read that and be like, oh, you know, it's just a little bit of impact yeah. from me to put out there, if that makes sense. Like, I didn't I didn't think I would end up doing this the way I'm doing it, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. It just kind of all happened organically and it kind of just fell into place. But like, I want to just put me out there as yeah. in I just want to come across as myself. And I don't want to say to people like, oh, if I put up a picture like, oh, I went for a walk today or I went to the gym or I'm so productive for this and the other, that's not what my life is like all the time. It's not. Like, it's really not. Like, I am a crier. <laughs> my friends know this about me. I am a crier. And 
I don't make any apologies for that. I like, and it might sound silly, but like I'm emotional, mm-hmm. but that's part of who I am. Yeah. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't take that part of me away. Like I feel things very deeply and it is a curse sometimes, but it's a blessing as well, if that makes sense. Yeah. So like I might put it across that like, oh, everything's great and rosy. And sometimes it is brilliant, but other times it's not. And I think it's good sometimes to be like, right, I'm having a bad day. Or like I do this thing sometimes, a lot of influencers are contributing to coffee thoughts. You know, the way you have your coffee in the morning, I might write like what I'm going to do or like how I'm feeling or stuff like that. And I just think like if someone is in, if someone gets up in the morning and they go onto my page or they're going or whatever, like, oh, okay. So, you know, she's not having a good day or she's having a good day or stuff like that. I just want to just be natural and normal and like let people know that like it's okay to, it's okay to not be okay all the time. Yeah. Like, it's okay. And I was with people last night when we were chatting and somebody said something and she was so accurate. We were talking about like everybody has issues behind closed doors. Everybody does. But she said something, and it's so true. She said, if we were all to just unpack all our issues out onto a team here in front of us, I guarantee you, you'd want to take yours back and not take someone else. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It, it's very true. Like, it's so true because you, you just don't know. So that's why I'm like, you don't know what people are going through. So just be kind to people. Just say, hello, yeah. how are you? Or like, give them a compliment. If you like something they're wearing or if they look good today or if they look whatever. Or if they, if they look tired and you know they look tired or in bad form, be like, do you want a cup of tea? Yeah. So like, don't say you look wrecked. Just, yeah, yeah. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. But like, I just feel it's just nice to be kind. Yeah, you know? absolutely. And do you find yeah. like, I ask a few people this because it's just interesting to get a kind of a, a measurement of, it, I guess. But like, do you feel that there's a, a are we going in a positive positive direction in regards to like having conversations about mental health? I think so. Like to be honest be really honest there was a time where I would never say out loud especially somewhere like this type of platform mm-hmm. people are going to listen to the like I have anxiety or like I've gone through stages where I might be like I'm not going to say I've had depression but like I've been depressed do you know what I mean like but I want to say that now and like I have friends and we talk about everything all the time and we unpack everything like and I think that helps I think it helps to talk to someone a friend or like another thing is is that I work where I work there's a gang of us and we're all really good friends but the women I work with literally know everything about me inside out and upside down because when you're with someone every day and when you come into work and you're not in good form or you are in good form they pick up on everything straight away and when I'm with my friends in work we talk openly about things we talk openly about it and I think that like couple of years ago, I like personally, like maybe I'm not going to say a couple of years ago, but maybe 10 years ago, I wouldn't have spoke to my friends openly about like, oh, I was crying last night or I was upset. And now, like if I've had a bad day or I've had a bad night and like sometimes I get really anxious and I can't sleep. And, you know, when you, you know, when you can't sleep and you get angry at yourself, yeah. you're giving out to yourself and then, you, yeah. then, you just, then you're like, oh, I give up. Like, it, like you, people are going to know, like if you haven't slept or whatever, like there's no point in you going in and be like, I'm fine. Yes. Yeah. Just be like, I didn't sleep, I'm not in great form, just letting you know I'm not, like, you know, or I don't want to talk. Sometimes sometimes people don't want to talk and you have to respect that as well, yeah. give them their space. But I always feel like it's it's good to talk. That is the, the quote, like, it's yeah. good to talk, it's good to unpack things because a problem, was it? A problem shared is a problem halved or something but like that's that. That's it, that's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I, I totally agree and I think... Well, I know for a fact that from my point of view, it it it's when I when people knew about my mental health 
you know, difficulties, it was a, it was kind of a, a, a weight off really, because I didn't have to hide any of the stuff anymore. And I didn't have to, if I was grumpy, it was like, it became a joke that I was grumpy, but people knew that maybe I was just feeling down, but it was easier for me to kind of go about that way of being, oh, look, he's in a bit of a mood today. That was, that was fine with me. That was perfect. Rather than people kind of um, guessing what was going on with me, you know, I didn't, I'd be worse off with that. So talk to me about fashion then, because like, where did this love for fashion come from, do you think? I've just always been a girly girl. Like yeah. when I was, my mom has an amazing fashion sense and she's just really like, she likes bright colours and stuff like that. And when I was small, like she used to just, she used to take great interest in like, you know, bringing me shopping and we'd pick out clothes and stuff like that. And I suppose it always stems from me being a little girl. Like, and like, yeah. obviously, like Barbies, I loved Barbies. I loved dolls. Like obviously like in, you know, and then like th- that was like the first the section of the love for fashion and stuff like that. But then like another thing when it comes to fashion is I always remember my friends who are like my best friends still. We used to be going to discos or we used to be going to nightclubs when we were like 17, 18, whatever. And you'd be getting ready. It was like a big tradition to go to your house with your friends, have your smear off ice <laughs> and like have all your clothes with you. And try everything on. Like, I don't like that. I do like that. It, it's kind of like a, it's it's a w- women's tradition, like, to, 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 to do that. So that was, like, the second stage. And then, like, I have, I can actually see it in my dressers in front of me here. I made a vision board at the start of this year. It's just a big A3 page with stuff, stuff down on it. And I started to kind of think to myself, I like the Instagram thing. I like content creating. And I just said, feck, and I'm going to put myself out there. But when I started to do that this year, I didn't know how I was going to put myself out there. So it just kind of all came into place. Yeah. But with fashion, like, I I like all types of fashion. I don't have one particular thing. Like, at the moment, I kind of, like, love bohemian style and, like, the, the cowboy boots things in and, like, <laughs> Western style and stuff like that. Like, I like all that. But, like, there's other days where I just want to be comfortable as well. So that kind of way, like, so I yeah. kind of like all different styles. But, like, all my friends have different fashion sense like some of my friends would be similar but like my I have one friend and she just has the most amazing style and like but it just comes natural to her but yeah. I to be honest sometimes I don't think it comes natural to me to be like oh I like that or I like that I'm a devil for like even yesterday I sent my friend like a few pictures and I was like which one is nicer like and you know you'd think you'd be like oh I know but like I'm very indecisive yeah I hate this is going to sound crazy I hate going shopping I hate going okay. into a shop trying on clothes I think it is the most stressful thing in the whole world I hate it I like online shopping yeah just kind of sit and look and I've actually been really I've been really really lucky in the sense when I started this content creation brands reach out to me and they want to send me items Mm. to wear and like when that started happening that was really pinch me moment that was like oh my god this is actually happening and when I got when I received the items and I was like like I can't believe and then it made me feel really passionate about like this brand is after trusting me now to send me these clothes. Mm-hmm. I want to like, like if you look at some of my reels right there, I'm, I, you know, I put on the outfits and I walk and I do the movements and I edit the videos and all the girls who were listening to this who were content creators would know what I'm talking about. You literally get up and you put on full face makeup and you do your hair and you put on your tan to literally walk up and down my sitting mm-hmm. room for maybe like the videos that I make 
because there's a whole thing with reels on Instagram. They have to be a certain length. They have to be, be trending. Yeah. So I'm talking about a reel that might be 15 seconds long to eight seconds long. Could have taken me three or four hours yeah. to do. And the whole room upstairs is covered in different shoes and different this and different that. And you're kind of sitting there going, am I stone cracked? Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? So like when people look on Instagram or they look at content creators and they look at these videos, like, oh, that's nice. And they might give it a like or they might can follow like so much work mm. and, and maybe to some people it might sound that but I don't know but like so much work actually goes into making the videos like the the easy part is like just my fashion pictures when I'm in my mirror that's easy enough because you're kind of in the clothes you can take the picture yeah. but the videos is where the work lies and like I do um, UGC as well it's user generated content for brands they reach out to me to that and they could send you a brief and like you have to go by the brief. So like I had I had somebody who said, Oh, I want it on feature, I I want your dog in the video, which is great. Like yeah, Bonnie, yeah. Bonnie's after coming like a little celebrity herself. So there's work behind it all. There is work. And it's not like like I am passionate about it, but it does take up a lot of time. And with like I've been off school for the summer and it's been great. But I could be really honest now as well, and my friends know this and my family know it as well. I haven't been my best self all summer because mm-hmm. I don't do well not in a structured routine. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. I, you know the way like you'd be, you'd be, you'd be like, I can't wait for my holidays. I can't mm. wait for my holidays. Like I can't wait to have my day off. Then it comes and you're like, I've seen this, I've done this, I've done that. What yeah. can I do next? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's it sounds so silly, and then like you have the whole stigma. People are like, oh, teachers nice nice with their holidays, like. They like I'm not saying like I'm not talking about me personally, but like I work with women, like they deserve it. They deserve yeah. their holidays. Like like you like it might look like it's an easy gig. It's not like <laughs> it's not. Yeah. And I want to take this time to say that like we deserve our holidays when we get them. Oh, hundred percent. Uh, th- yeah. What I when I first came across your stuff, Rachel, there was what I kind of thought about for someone who do- who doesn't <laughs> who doesn't know their fashion, we'll say. But who doesn't have a huge interest in fashion? But but like I always have an interest in other people's interests, if you know what I mean. So it's that yeah. kind of thing, kind of. Yeah. But I I thought of you, you know, you're wearing your outfit, so it's a dress, whatever it is. It doesn't really matter what it is, but we'll just say it's a dress for this case. And you do have to do your reel, you have to do your photos and stuff like that. Like it? Do you? Is there? Does there have to be some sort of confidence level in wearing the outfit? Because I always think like, oh, somebody's going to say something bad about it. Yeah. I know what you mean. So at the start of this, I had to make a choice. I had to think to myself, like, I'm going to start doing this. And people who know me, people who don't know me, people who are acquainted to me, people who live in my area, da, 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 they're going to see it. Mm-hmm. They're going to see me dance around the sitting room in clothes. They're going to see each other. So like, if I said to myself, you're all in and you're not going to do it. It's one or the other. When I was younger, I was not confident. I wasn't confident in primary school. I was quite, I was always the tall girl. I was always the bigger girl. I was a bigger girl. And I didn't have that confidence. I didn't have that, like, you know, and I have found new confidence by doing this, if that makes sense. Like, I am a brand ambassador for the most beautiful wedding boutique here in Wexford. And I've made a great friend with the person who owns it. She's a fantastic businesswoman. But she asked me to do that and to take pictures in wedding dresses and amazing jackets and cowboy boots. And I was like, oh, my God. And I'm going to be really honest. When I 
see those pictures, I'm like, that's me. <laughs> and I'm not, I don't mean to sound conceited or full of myself or anything like that, but as a woman, like it's nice sometimes to be like, that's me, I did that. Yeah. I I, I stepped outside the comfort zone, I did it. I, I put on like put on the sparkly jacket, I did this, and then like you, you look at the pictures and like it's it's lovely to have them, if that makes sense. It's lovely to be able to say, like, I stood, we did a we did a photo shoot and we like in Wexford, like over by rocks, and I had this tape on me. I'm standing there in the wind, caught the river, and the pictures turned out so great. I'm kind of looking and going, Yeah. And it's not, you can't even see my face, you can just see my back. But I'm like, I love that I have those pictures. So, like, yeah. this content creation influencer situation has given me a new confidence. It's yeah. made me kind of believe in myself a bit more. But, like, at the same time, do you know when I, I have pictures on my page where like, I have my phone in front of my face? Yeah. I feel safer doing those pictures than say like a front picture. Does right. that make sense? Yeah. Like I feel like I feel like when I can cover like I just don't feel as self conscious. It sounds so silly to say I am self conscious, but I will be self conscious. I will be insecure. I'd be insecure in different ways. Like yeah. I wouldn't always feel good. Like if I don't like if for example, <laughs> I wear my hair back off my face when I'm in the gym because you have to. But I never forget a couple of years ago, somebody said to me, Oh, you're the image of your brother with your hair off your face. Now, don't get me wrong, but love it. No. But that always stuck with me. Yeah. So, because of that, I never, ever would go out anywhere unless my hair was yeah. down. Does that make sense? Like, it's, it's kind yeah. of, it's never left me. And, like, you know, so, like, it's not that I'm, it's not that I have this great confidence. This has given me confidence. Yeah. doing this has like when people when brands write to me or I meet other girls who are doing content creation and I see them and I'm like oh my god like I met three girls through Instagram recently who became great friends and we all met up together and we were all sitting there like complimenting each other and it's just people talk about the negativity with the online thing they talk yeah. about the negative side of things they talk about the trolling or like you know I'm sure there's people out there like I could be wrong like I'm not but just probably people out there sending my videos or pictures like oh, what she she's doing da, da, da. But that hasn't come to my door, so I yeah. don't know about it. Yeah. So ignorance is based on what other people may think. But I will be honest with you, through this whole scenario of content creation, and I've met really nice girls. I've met really nice people. I went to an event in Belfast last week, and I knew nobody there. I didn't know anyone. But I was like, if I don't go, I'm not going to know. Like, yeah. So I went on my own. Like, I walked in on my own. And the minute I walked in, Everybody was just chatting and talking. Mm-hmm. There was loads of girls there on their own. There was no animosity. There was no jealousy. There was no being snobby. There was no, you know, there was women there who had like 20,000 followers, 4,000 followers. Like they were all, we were all in the same boat. And like there was no, everybody was just so nice to each other. And everyone's like, oh, you look great. You look great. What, what makeup do you use? And it was a really like empowering situation for me because I was so well up about it. I was, yeah. I was like, I don't know if I can go. I don't know. I don't know anybody. And but I'm so glad I did now because I'm after I'm after dipping my toe in now. I've done it. Yeah. So like if I'm lucky enough to get invited to more events, it's not going to be as daunting the next time around. I think if you don't do something, if you don't put yourself out there and take the step, you're not going to know what's going to happen. Like there's no yeah. way I would have known that this was going to come to my door like at this stage of my life. But it did because I put myself out there. And I'm yeah. glad I did. Absolutely. That's the thing about it as well, because I like. I've said it a number of times in the podcast and I have an anxiety disorder. And one of those things is kind of at the start of all this, I'd worry about like, what are people going to say about me? You know, what are they going to say about my 
you know, whatever what you want to pick. You know what I mean? You worry about everything, I guess. But um, and it got to, it got about like a few episodes in, and then I started getting more offended if anybody said something about the guests because at this point I didn't care what they said about because because I I was so comfortable in like on the screen what we're doing now and taking the photos and stuff to to the point where I didn't really mind if someone said. God, your cauliflower ear is getting terrible looking now. It's like so, do you know what I mean? It's like, it's part of the job, you know? I, I don't mind. But it was always to do with the, with the guests. But what you're saying there, which is really kind of interesting because I've, I've been invited to something in October. So I'm going to, I hope I'm going to go to it. But your idea of saying, my mindset's the same as what you were thinking about. Like, sure, I don't know anyone down there. It'd be terrible. I'm going to freak out, all this kind of stuff. Yeah. But if I don't go, like, I might miss something good to kind of like even if it's to do with sorry to use the word networking but you know what i mean to get meet meet new people and say have other people on so i do get entirely and entirely what you mean and like the idea of putting yourself out there and and look unfortunately we live in a world where if we do put ourselves out there if someone like yourself like puts himself out and is wearing you know beautiful dresses and all this and 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 for for the camera and for people at home who might be interested in fashion and stuff like that, and other people are going to have a go. We can't do anything about it. It's 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 we can, all we can kind of do is, well, I suppose disregard it. It's not always the easiest. I've had, I've had a couple of people have a go at certain things I said, and it's it's fine, you know. It's 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 all right, like because they're things I've said. But if they have a go, something my guest says, I get very unhappy about that. Anyway, that's that's not really. Uh, it's not about me anyway, today, Rachel. Is it? It's not about me. It's about you, but. No, so, but like I think I yeah. personally what you do is another way of like whatever about like what I do when you take pictures and you do reels and you're do you're you're I'm literally showing my whole life to the world. It's not all my life, but mm-hmm. a lot of my life is out there. Like people can see what I do on a daily basis and stuff yeah. like that. But what you do, I I couldn't do. Does that make sense? Like there's no way like I, I there's no way I could sit there and be like, what am I gonna say next? What am I gonna ask them? <laughs> Because I'm a, like, I, I'm sure you've planned it all, like, and you kind of will, will, will know what you're going to say, but like, I'm a planner and I like to plan things. And that's the other thing about the anxiety that I suffer from. And this is actually, this has caused, like, somebody might say to me, do you want to, like, do you want to go out tonight? And like, I'll be, I can't because I, I, I don't, I haven't picked what I'm wearing. I, I, my hair is not washed. I, I didn't do any fake tan and, or I, I don't know where we're going to go or we've nothing booked. And part of the thing that I feel that I miss out on sometimes is that because I'm anxious, mm. I miss out on being a little bit spontaneous sometimes. Yeah. And like, to me, the only time I don't have anxiety around time, like watching the clock is when I'm in work. Because I know when I'm in work, I'm in work. Mm-hmm. I do, but those are the hours I'm there. I don't need to be anywhere. I don't need you know, I have to be there at that time. But my friend and I joke about this all the time. When I leave work and I have to go to town and do like the grocery shopping or I have to do a few bits, this sounds really silly, but like I feel like I have to bomb around the place. Like it, I can't I can't explain it, but I feel like I have to do everything really quickly. And then I, I see myself and I stop myself and go, Rachel, you don't, you need to stop. Like you kind of have to step outside and go, you just cop on. Yeah. But like I, I'm, from talking about this, other people are like that as well. Other yeah. people are the same as me. Like, like there has to be, it, that's what I mean. Like, it's nice to talk to someone because I don't feel like sometimes it might sound silly, but I don't feel like that I'm crazy because like, I'm like, I have to do this, I have to do that. Like, even when I go to the gym, I'm like, I'm only going to stay here for an hour. I'm only going to stay here for 45 minutes. 
But if I don't have anywhere to be after that, I shouldn't be thinking like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> maybe I'm not making any sense I don't know <laughs> no do you know it, well you're making perfect sense to me because I'm exactly the same it's like the I'm like obsessed with the clock and, and if I go to do something I'll arrive early I'll do it and then I'm sitting around waiting on someone for an hour because I've done everything until the point where I literally will be sitting there for the rest of the time and look it's it's I don't think it's the worst thing in the world but I also would like to have it a little bit more under control you know yeah. so I'm not like full on like rushing around doing all the things we don't have to it's like that's another example of like i i'm going to the gym today i have nothing else to do but i'm going to only spend an hour in there when i could just re- well i say i could just relax i can't just relax but i if i was able to do it i could just relax and go through whatever sets or reps or whatever i was doing it doesn't really matter but it's hard because it's hard to get over like because i look i've been through therapy loads and loads of times i'm not at the moment in it but i'll be back at some point and the last time was over obsessive compulsive disorder and the idea of being obsessed with, with the time, like just constantly worried about the time. So it's, you know, and I think it probably won't make sense to someone who hasn't experienced it, but you know, there's other people, they may may not in it as deep, but they'll have an idea of what you mean, you know, and maybe it'll like get into their head that this isn't the way we want to do things. You know, it's not necessarily the end of the world, but also I know what you mean. It's frustrating. I think for me more than anything. Yeah, I, I get frustrated as well. And just I just want to touch on with something you just said, Derek, as well. You said you go in and out of therapy or counseling. Mm-hmm. I've been in and out of it as well, like, and I think it is the best tool ever. And I don't mean you have to go every week. Yeah. You can go every two weeks. You can check in with someone. You can go once a month. You go with what suits you. But just when you said you've been in and out of it, I like I, I just think it's a good thing. I think everybody I think if anybody is ever in in a low place or a bad place, I think it's just good to try it once just to see. Yeah. Just try it. Doesn't work for you, that's fine. It's really hard to go in and talk to a stranger. But that stranger, when you go in, they're qualified in the area. They're there to listen to help you. You're paying them for a service. They're not going to judge you. It's confidential environment like so I just think it's, I really think it's good for people to, to do that or try it once. It may not work for them, but I do think that people should go. But like what you said, you get frustrated. I get frustrated as well with the anxiety. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to say my anxiety because I don't want to give a power, but I get frustrated too because sometimes when I get anxious, I get angry. It turns into anger and then I get upset and yeah. then I spiral. And then when I start to cry, I get all worked up. And then, like, I haven't touched wood, had a panic attack in a while, but, like, I know when they're going to come, and I know that kind of, do you know, that makes sense. And, like, if I don't go to the gym regularly, like, I used to be really, like, before my wedding, I was very intense, and I was, like, very. And then afterwards, I kind of relaxed a bit. Now, I will go, I try go three times a week. If I do, great. If I don't, it's not the end of the world. But I try and go. If I go four times, brilliant. But the one thing I won't ever waver from is going to the beach with yeah. my dog and going for my walks. And I don't care how many times people say they're going to agree with me. If I'm not in good form or if I feel sad or if I feel depressed or if something is happening around me, you know, or like it's happening and I can't, I can't fix it. I literally just say, right, I get in the car, I get the dog or I go outside. Just being outside, even if it's in your garden, helps. Like it helps. And I don't, I, I, I People can disagree with me. They're wrong. <laughs> being outside, it does, and taking yeah. fresh air, being in nature, 
like even for example I used to like running but I had to I had to stop because I hurt my knee old age and um, but I used to run and I used to run in the rain and like it's the most it's it's like you know the way people go for a drink and you're having a great time and like your endorphins are going your chat people are cracking jokes and then like you get you get really happy and like you're, everybody's having a great time when you go for a run in the rain or when you're outside like it's not a sense so cheesy but when I go walk on the beach in the mornings, especially if I get sunrise, I get that feeling at that time. Yeah. Just when I'm there on my own, I could be listening to the playlist. I could be throwing the ball for the dog and I'm watching the sun and I'm like, this feels great. Yeah. And I'm like, everybody should do this. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, certain, there's certain women I follow other content creators and they organize these meetups all around Ireland. And all the meetups they organize are all outdoor things. Yeah. Their hikes, their their sea swims, their their beach walks, their you know sound. I can't think of the name, but all these things are outside. They're, mm-hmm. they're in nature, and that's when some of again I don't mean to sound cheesy, but that is like some of my core memories I have are down on the beach. Mm-hmm. Like, and I remember as well, <laughs> I kind of had an epiphany of what way I was going to like do my reels and do my content creation and what way I was going to do it, and that came to me when I was on one of my walks. Like, and I just, I just think even if you're just having a really bad day and, you know, and I've also had days, no word of a lie, where I haven't got out of bed. I'm just in the bed. Yeah. I'm like, no, today's a bed day. Today's a day for Netflix. Today's a day for chocolate. Today is that day. And my friends say it to me and I say to them, you have to have those days too. You yeah. have to have those days where you close the blinds and you just like, now again, some people might not have the luxury of being able to do that. And I, I feel lucky that, you know, if you can do that, that's great. But like, some days it's just not it. Some days you just you, you don't want to you don't want to go for a walk. You don't want to do this, but like that's okay too. But if you can push yourself mm-hmm. out of that, that helps. If you can push past that, do you know I, what I mean? Yeah, I I I think that's hugely important because you know there's a reason anxiety and depression and things like that want you to be indoors, you know, and that they don't they want you to be kind of static in one place. Whereas you know, like you mentioned. Now we don't have the beach. I'm, I'm rooted in the Midlands, so we don't. But you know, I understand that the draw of it. Um, and we have here. We've got obviously we've got we're in the Lake County. Plenty of lakes around. But I agree totally on running. Running is one of those things that I do where that's where I start to get like you said about the beach, getting ideas. You know, it kind of opens things in your head. I don't know what it is. And and then when you come home, you've got that like runner's high, which is just the best feeling. Like, you know, you just yeah. kind of had that. It's like it's like a third eye or something. Um, But, you know, we'll talk about that a number of times. Like when you mentioned about therapy, therapy is like the hardest. It, it's, it's always the first one's the hardest to actually get through that door because you do have the problem with, you know, telling all these, you know, things inside you to strangers it's the same as going to the gym for the first time. It's usually the first time is the worst, like, but then when you were in there, like, oh, this is actually all right. I kind of enjoy this. And just when you said about the gym there, right, so many women, I see so many people online and they say like, oh, I don't want to go to the gym or like people will be looking at me or, oh, I don't feel comfortable in the gym. Mm-hmm. Genuinely, like when I go to the gym, no word of a lie, I don't look at anybody else. <laughs> don't. You're, if you're, when you're in the gym, well, I, I, I can't speak for everybody else, but me personally, I feel sorry for people who can't just get in the door to go. And most of the time people don't go because they don't, they feel like they're not confident because they don't know how to use the weights. Yeah. I didn't know how to do that at the start. I didn't have a notion. I didn't know about like progressive overload and, oh, there's no point in lifting the same weights all the time. You're not going to get anywhere. I didn't know any of that. But like I started somewhere. Yeah. And then I 
spend some time at a PT and then then there were certain exercises that work for me, certain exercises that don't because I'm quad dominant and I can't do this and I can't do that. But like, I got the knowledge from it and there's certain exercises I won't do because I just hate doing them. Yeah. Probably would for me, but I just can't do them. And then there's exercises that work for me and I love doing them. Yeah. So like, I just feel when you're in the gym, I think that oh, personally, I've never been around, I've never been in that environment or that statement where people would judge me or look at me or I would look at somebody else. Mm. I just think like, everybody's on their own journey in the gym. You have people who are in there for their mind, you have people who are in there to lose weight, you have people who are in there who just want to stay in just in the same way. And you have people who are in there like just, it's just their part of their routine. It just yeah. comes naturally to them. And there's people who are in there that could have had a really bad time in their life and they could be going to therapy and, or their doctor or their therapist have said, just try and go. Yeah. So like they could be going in there for the first time being going, this yeah. is the greatest hurdle I've ever had to cross. And you don't know, and for like for somebody else, you're just heading in there. Like you don't know, you don't know yeah. why people are there. But like, I don't like when people say like, "Oh, why?" Like, I can't explain it. Like when people would judge another person for trying to better themselves. Mm-hmm. So. I understand that. I understand that. Um, I wanted to kind of ask you about because it's it's since you said it, it's in my head, and I'm like, you know, I've I've noticed it before on people people's pages and stuff like that. You know, when you're saying about you put the the, the phone here. When you're taking a picture of yourself, so and I've seen other people do it, like, and like that is for that reason that you're not comfortable putting your face up, or what is it? I don't see. I want to say it, but I don't know how it's going to come across because obviously I put my whole life online, like that's what I am doing. Yeah, but sometimes, like, I just when I get a picture taken from the front. I judge every part of my face myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, like, and every woman will agree. Maybe they won't. I don't know. But like, when somebody else takes your picture, you're like, oh God, was that nice? And that might sound silly and other people might not even care about pictures. This might be totally like, I don't know how it sounds, but like, when I take a picture myself, I can see it and I know if I feel nice or I look nice in the picture. Yeah. But like, if I didn't look nice, I'm not going to put up a picture where I feel like I don't look the right way. Yeah. If that makes sense, but oh, sometimes absolutely. putting the phone in front of my face is like a little virtual blank. If that makes sense, like sometimes I put it up and I'm like, oh, like and I might cover a bit of my face because like it sounds silly, but other content creators will agree with me. We've had the conversation. There's a difference. I'm just going to pick up my phone here. There's a difference between this camera and that camera. Yeah, because it switches your face. So the way everyone says like, oh, you've yeah. a good, you've a good side. Yeah, like you only want you only you only want to look right from your good side. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So like yes. when I was doing the pictures with the for for the wedding boutique and getting those pictures taken the first time I'm like, oh God. And then when I saw them, I was like, Jesus, they're not too bad. Like they're yes. so like worried about that. And so like I don't I don't want this to sound vapid or like anything like that, but I'm sure all women, we're all our, our own worst enemies. We pick out things that we don't like. And like I have friends and they could say I'm like, oh, I just don't see it. And then I could say, like, shut up. Like as a person, like men and women. There's always going to be parts you don't like. Of course, yeah. You don't like, you know, and like, as I, I've been really honest, like as a woman getting older, you pick yourself apart. Because you, I just, you know, I didn't think about that when I was younger. I didn't think like, you know, but yeah. now that I'm getting older, I wake up and I'm like, oh God. And I'm like, you know, and I know it might sound so silly, but like my friend and I were talking about yesterday, we were joking, like our faces are melting, whatever. But at the same time, this is my face. This is my smile. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't want to look different. Like, I just want to look like myself, but like, I want to kind of 
stop being so hard on myself as well. And I want other girls and women to not be so hard on themselves either because we are our worst enemies and we look at ourselves yeah. and we don't see, we don't see what other people see. Some people have said that to me, like, I, I don't see like what you see is wrong. And they want like, that, I hope that sounds. No, but it, this, 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 this is the thing, Rachel, like it, it, it doesn't sound bad, but and I think, I think it'll be, I think women and men listening to this will think the same thing. It's just, it, it, I had seen it, I'd noticed it before and it's, it's not like I was thinking, why is Rachel holding the phone in front of her face? It wasn't that, was it? It didn't go that deep, you know, I wasn't starting to go down these conspiratorial routes or anything, but it's interesting now that you've said it to me that it makes a lot of sense, you know, because what you do on your page, it's you know, you do fashion as well as many other things, but like, if you still want to put up what you're wearing and say you don't feel good, because look, every morning well, some people might wake up every morning and think they look great, but like I certainly don't. But in other days, you think you look like it might be the day after you think you look passable, you know, and it's and it's fine. It's just something I hadn't thought about. So I just wanted to kind of kind of clarify the. Another thing is that it's part of you probably heard like content creators and people talking about this. It's it's, it's aesthetic. Mm-hmm. You have a certain aesthetic and you kind of like. And the consistency of the similar pictures of me in different outfits in the same pose in front of the same mirror, that's good for people. Like I follow other people and I like people, people like consistency and stuff. Like I I like to be different as well. I can take different pictures, but like, you know, people like to do, they'll have their, all content great, they'll have their area, have your little spot. So that kind of way, like that you take the pictures in. And then there's this other thing. It's so funny. And I know if the guard, my friends are listening to this to agree. <laughs> Lighting is such a big deal mm-hmm. in this situation, right? Yeah. It's so funny. And we were laughing about one of the girls got a brief, like preferably in sunlight. <laughs> we're like, do you know where we live? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it could be literally, right? You could literally have this brief for this brand. It wants to be really good. And you're on, you're looking at the weather and there could be a slot of sunshine at eight o'clock in the morning, right? I make it up now, get the sunshine. You're over in the window and you're holding the ring like you're trying yeah. to pick. And it sounds so funny, but like there's all these areas that nobody actually mm. knows about. That like if a brand says to you, like uh, most brands never like they never say I've thankfully I've never had anybody say like, well that's not right, it's that neither. Mm. Everybody wants their brand to come across as happy and positive and airy and light. Like obviously that's going to be good. But you just have to laugh in sunlight. I'm like, Jesus like it's it's like we've had the worst summer ever. Yeah. Like it it's rains nine percent of the time. I'd love to get a brief that says why raining. Oh, I can do that, no problem. Oh, like, God, I'll like, do it right so now. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, like I'm very lucky. I've been really lucky in the sense to have brands approach me, and it's opened up another side of like I'm getting to be really creative, which is great. Like I didn't think I could be as creative as I am being. Like, yeah. and it's it's opened up another side of me. I didn't really know that was there. So it's nice. I think. Yeah, and I think it is like if it's such an important thing for you, not just the fashion, you know, but mental health. Like, it's another thing that you're able to join together, and I think that's kind of clever of you to do because, like you said about, you know, uh, the first picture might be of yourself in, in an outfit or whatever it might be, and then you've got mental health added in, and that's what attracted me to the page and was able yeah. to kind of, you know, um, get in contact with you down from it. Uh, why is um, why is Bonnie so important? Oh God, I hope I don't get upset now. <laughs> I'll be really honest with you. If you don't, 
she's my soul dog. I don't know how that yeah. sounds, but I didn't think it sounds so silly. Like I have no kids yet. Hopefully that will happen, but mm-hmm. at, it hasn't at the moment. So like, she's my little baby. Like she's, she's my, like when I feel bad, she knows like when I'm mm-hmm. not in good form, she jumps up beside me and curls in beside me. Like, do you know what I mean? So, yeah. like, I can't explain it until you have the dog, until you have your soul dog, you don't know. Some people just have dogs, and they're just dogs. Yeah. Bonnie's not just a dog. Like, she sleeps in bed with my husband and I at the end of the bed. Like, she, we brought her to a hotel in Belfast. Last week. We looked we looked up hotels that take dogs. Like, I just, she's so good, but she doesn't just bring joy to me. Like, she brings joy to my mom to my husband's mom she's in everybody's life like she comes everywhere with us like if we're going to the local for a drink she comes with us if we're going out for breakfast on a Sunday morning we're like where can we go outside to bring her it's not like like I feel guilty if I leave her here for too long on her own like yeah. I worry about her like so she's she's really important like I didn't think when we got her like when we got her first I was just going to lose my mind because she was a puppy and she wouldn't stop crying and we tried to we tried to make her sleep in a different room that was so stupid like yeah. we six weeks it just didn't pan out like and my husband was like just give in I was like no and I'm so glad I did then because it's really not that big of a deal it's yeah. actually like she just wants she just I laugh she's my emotional support dog but I'm her emotional support human because yeah. she's just as well like she's so anxious like she sits in the window and waits for you to come back and I'm mm. thinking has she been there the whole time when I've been gone? We were thinking about getting a camera and I was like, don't get a camera because I'll just be looking at the camera being upset because she's probably saying the face that she was on it. will make it worse. It, it, wouldn't it? Like, I think it'd make it worse for you because then yeah. you, you want to see what she's doing. But I don't normally ask about people's dogs. Well, I know I can tell how important she is to, you know, through the post that you put up. So I thought it would only write to, because there's a lot of people out there listening who are massive uh, animal lovers as well. So it's always nice to add in, you know, I feel like my mom and I always talk about it. Like, it's like she's always, it's like she's always about to say something. She's really <laughs> animated. Yeah. She's so animated. Like, and she knows the name of her toys. She knows, like, the word dad and she knows the word ham. And, like, people laugh at me. Like, I've had people say to me, like, oh, could, like, Brand or UGC, like, could Bonnie be in the video? Yeah. So good. Like, she's so good. Like, she knows, she, it's like she knows. Like, and if I need to take a picture of her, like, she's her own Instagram page as well. And if I need to take a picture of her, like, if I just say sit, she'll sit. And she kind of knows, like, what's going on. She'll do it. And then she'll get a slice of ham and she'll scrand and it's fine. Like, but I don't know. I, I, it sounds so silly. Like, she's four now. And I just feel like sometimes if I didn't have her, I don't know what i do. Because, like, when I'm just, you're just having, you know, you're having a bad day and you come home. And she's just, I could be gone for 10 minutes or I could come before hours and come in. And she's like, oh, my gosh, you're back. Yeah, <laughs> Where true. did you go? <laughs> like, they just, dogs are dogs have give you unconditional love yeah. they don't expect anything from you all they want from you is your time and your company they don't want anything else so i yeah. just think animals are like cats dogs all animals like even we're really lucky here where we live we have like loads of greenery around us like and i see like there's a little robin i'm sure it's not the same robin <laughs> but i always <laughs> see it like out the front right here and actually when we first moved in here this is so mad there's pictures i have my video of some of those pictures we had a fawn and a baby deer. We had a deer in our front garden, like a, wow. like running around at Christmas time. That's in cool. our, and it was so cool. And then again, we're not sure if it was the same, but she came back. Like, I don't know where they're coming from. I don't know yeah. if they're up there or whatever, like, but it was so, it was really cool. Like, and people wrote to me and they're like, oh, seeing a deer means something, this and the other, because I think everything has meaning. 
like I'm like I think everything like if I see a butterfly I'm like oh my god something new is going to happen <laughs> like I just think everything has meaning because I just think sometimes you have to think like that you have to try and be positive with things because mm-hmm. like like as I said we're talking about mental health and everything like life is life is not easy all the time it's not like it's not yeah like anybody who says it is must be really really happy and have no problems or doesn't know anybody <laughs> or lives on their own out in a yeah. house but like life is not easy for anybody right. like anything so I just think you have to kind of have the little moments where you believe in something or something good is going to happen because you have to you know try and be as positive as possible yeah no you absolutely do yeah and I, like I still have to get better at that and you know and there's no harm in getting better at that even if you're really good at it but um <laughs> Uh, we may have covered this already, Rachel, but I always ask it anyways. What do you like to do in your spare time? Is there anything you haven't talked about that you that you do in your spare time? My spare time. Are you like you mentioned about Netflix? Are you would you be a film or TV series? Which I am. I am a big cinema lover, and right. I'm a big. I'm a big. In true anxiety fashion, I'm a comfort show person. Like I oh. like new programs, but I will go back to my old ones. Mm-hmm. Like. Sex in the City is my ultimate favorite. Like my friends, um, are amazing. Um, one of my best friends, she, I was Sex in the City team ten, and she actually designed the whole thing to do with that. She put quotes up around the place, all these quotes from Sex in the City. It was so cool. That's my comfort show. Like One Tree Hill, like really old, like you mm-hmm. know, like but loads of seasons. I love Grey's Anatomy as well. And, but then, like, I find it very hard to stay focused on a program. Yeah. Again, I think it's the phone. But recently, I watched a program recently. I binge watched a painkiller on Netflix. Mm. Something that I was first thing I watched in a long time. I'm like, that's really good. But I love going to the cinema as well. I think cinema is a great pastime. I think there's something comforting just about being in the dark with the big screen and having yeah. popcorn. Like, and you know what's really funny? And I'm going to do it. This sounds so funny, but. I want to go on my own to the cinema one time. I, I do. Myself, I do it all the time. I think it's really, I think it's, uh, some people don't like eating on their own. Yeah. My favorite thing to do in the world is go for breakfast by myself. I oh, think yeah. Able to sit down and have a meal on your own or just do something on your own is like really, you know, I, I haven't yeah. done it yet, but I'm going to go to the cinema on my own. And oh, I love, that's... I love thrillers and I love rom coms. I don't like scary films, but sometimes I'll watch it and just annoy myself. And I'm like, why did I watch that? <laughs> Yeah, I think, do you know what, there's there's been studies and we've had someone on to talk about this as well, about um, horrors helping people with anxiety. And like, for life me, check it out yourself on Google. I don't want to give you the false spiel about what it is, but it, I, I, I'll i watch horror films a lot. But the reason I tend to watch them, I was talking to my friend about this. I'll put them on the background and I'll be doing something else because you don't have to pay 100% attention. You just have to wait for the music to start. You know, that. You know so what I mean? Turn it off. It's like <laughs> looking at a horror film. Like turn the sound down. Yeah. See what's happening. But the sound is the thing that triggers your fear. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's the build up. And it you're is. like, something bad is going to happen. But if I turn off the sound and I watch it, if there's a vampire or a monster or something, actually, that's not too bad because it's, it's fiction. Right? It's silly. Yeah. Yeah. But the music, and that's another yeah. thing. Just, I actually want to say this. This is really important. So, music is another great thing for me mm-hmm. with anxiety. Because sometimes, and I was only talking to someone about this recently, is that uh, maybe uh, people don't have to do this, but take my advice. Put on your headphones, put on really good music and just have a dance around your kitchen. Like it's just music, I think, is just, if somebody said to me, music or television for the rest of your life, I'd scrap television in a heartbeat. Music is just, I think music, and I like all types of music, like all 
every, every type. Like I, it was really funny. I walked down the aisle to a Luke Combs song and like I wore cowboy boots in my wedding dress. People are like, I, where, where, where did this all come from? Like I just like the song and like there's times where I love heavy dance music. Yeah. Where I, I listen to everything, but I think every, and I love listening to lyrics and stuff like that. Like I love, and sometimes I might use lyrics for my posts on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. So like I, just that's something important to me as well as music. Music is amazing, and I I talk about it a lot. But I I would say and kind of an extension of that something really great for I suppose you well I was going to say younger people any age obviously but but younger people in particular to learn an instrument I think it's a beautiful thing because it's one thing that you do and I still do it if I pick up the guitar I play the drum sit behind the drum kit whatever it is right the phone goes away then because it you can't it doesn't work you know you have to have the phone away from you if you're on the drum kit in particular like there's no it's not happening but even in the guitar you'll you'll get lost in that and like you say uh the appreciation for music all types of music is really important as well because it's not just about rock music or country or dance whatever they all bleed into each other anyway you know they can all kind of cross section so i just but i i would say to you I'd, I'd go to the cinema on your own it's so brilliant i love it i'm gonna do that i am gonna do it I am. go with the day Definitely, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it right. That's what I'm gonna do. The other type of music that I love is um, I have a playlist. It's like all old songs, like I can't, like Sammy Davis Jr. and all that kind uh, of music. Yeah. And Nina Simone. Yeah. That music, like like I put music with a lot of my stories on Instagram, depending on what mood I'm in. But like, oh, that's just there's something special about that music, and I love old films. My favorite film of all time. Is Breakfast at Tiffany's. And oh, she yeah. actually said she actually says in the film, and it's the best way you can describe anxiety. Suddenly, you know, suddenly you're, you're afraid, but you don't know what you're afraid of. She mm. says that in the film, and it's so accurate and so true. And that, I don't know, like I love that film, and I love Gone with the Wind, and I love Sound of Music. I just love all. It's a real comfort thing for me because yeah. when I was younger, my mum introduced me to all that. I've Gone with the Wind doll, the special Barbie doll that she's still in her box. But like the, all that stuff was part of my childhood. They're yeah. all those lovely memories. Like in, in Disney films, like I had every Disney video going. Like every anybody who doesn't like Disney doesn't hasn't lived. <laughs> well, yeah, and now it's got its own channel, so it's easier to access, especially the older yeah. stuff, which isn't quite as easy to buy the physical copies. So it's it's brilliant. Rachel, could you tell us your um your Instagram page? We talked about it an awful lot. Could you tell us the tag of it? Is that um, what it's called? Rachel, is it Rachel? I don't even. Is Rachel under? It's Rachel underscore. I think her. it's underscore. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, that's terrible. I'm great. Ah, uh, <laughs> look, I don't. I don't remember any of those things, you know, because they're just things. Once you're in there, you in your own page, you skip over it because you never like sign them out and sign them back in, so you forget what it is, you know, the, the tag. But Rachel underscore Ferric, and if it isn't that, go to my page, and I'm following Rachel. You see there. Go following and then follow Rachel. Rachel, you've been a fantastic guest. Um, thank you for being so honest about mental health and filling us in and all uh, fashion and all the other stuff that you talked about. Thank you very much for having me because, as I said, I was very nervous and I feel I this was another moment where I just feel a bit liberated now and I feel great. So thank you very much, and I'm really happy I did it now because it's all about pushing yourself out of zone. That's exactly what it is, and I'm really glad you did. If, if, if the opportunity, <laughs> oh no worries. Listen, if you wouldn't mind, hang around for one minute. I'll close it out. We'll take a photo for the the archives, and uh, we'll we'll go about our day. All right. Um, oh. I want to say thanks to John, like I always do. He's, like I said, he's back from his honeymoon now or 
you know, for his wedding slash honeymoon all in the one place. So he's back on tech duty. So there'll be no more mistakes uh, when it comes to YouTube's videos. All right. Um, one day I'll learn. I will. Um, I always thank my mom, my dad, my granddad, Jaron Calvin. Subscribe to us on our YouTube channel if you wouldn't mind. Even if you don't even watch us on YouTube, just just give us an old subscribe and then move along with your day. Uh, we're on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, or X as it's now called. Um, I'm never going to call it X though. It's just it's because it's one. Of, it's not one of those things. Like if you're so used to something, it's so hard to change. That it's a bird. <laughs> it's yeah, it's a bird. Like. <laughs> yeah, it's a bird. What's the X about? I know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we're also on Spotify, Apple, Anchor, Google Podcasts, all the other stuff. Once again, Rachel, thank you very much. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, everyone. See you next week. Bye.